0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, we're on the monorail heading to Magic Kingdom. Alex, where's the red shirt I told you to wear?
1: What? Well, I wore something better. We're a pride shirt.
0: No, 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 no. You gotta go vintage, man. You gotta wear the red to show some real support. Hey guys, uh... You didn't There's book so your trip through me. Alex, I and told you to reach out to Sam Piper world vacations. Possible,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't know so I, I was supposed to do
2: that. I live locally. I don't usually mountain mountain mountain. have anyone book my trips. <laughs> but if you would have had day. me book it, <laughs> you would have known that you're supposed to wear a, a red shirt today, not the pride shirt. Your
1: oh, you're so right. Everyone should book to you so you know what's up.
0: Welcome to episode 209 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm Alex. Today we will be giving the HIS on Disney's gay days. Right now we're recording live for our Goof Troop members, which are our Patreon members. You can visit us at Diz on all social media. Our link tree, which is posted in all the bios of all of our social media, will take you to anything your little heart desires. It'll take us to, take you to Patreon, take you to all our episodes, take you to every single social media, and it takes you to our merchandise link. Patreon is awesome because you get all these great perks. You get to watch us live, you get to invite it to our Discord where we talk with like minded individuals about Disney stuff and just, you know, normal everyday stuff too. We just added this perk. As long as you're a Patreon member, it doesn't matter if you it's as little as $2 a month all the way up to the top tier, you get to be a contributor to the official Diz His blog. We already have a few members taking advantage of that. Maddie has written two blog posts so far. And they're very, very good. Ryan is going nuts. He's doing Disney do's and don'ts. He's doing all these cool opinion pieces. We have another one of our Patreon members, Trent, who's going to be contributing pretty soon. All you have to do is sign up to our Patreon and you're eligible to be able to contribute to the official Diz His blog. The link to our blog is in our link tree. And I make posts on our social media with some of the new entries, too. It's super fun. Alex and I are going to make some posts periodically, but it's really a lot of just our Patreon members, which could be you for as little as $2 a month.
1: If you want to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at dizhispod at gmail.com. That's dizhispod at gmail.com. Send us any information you like, what you like about the episodes, what you don't like about episodes, what are we missing from previous episodes that we haven't done in forever, future ideas for episodes, future ideas for maybe game, game segments. Because now it's just Chris and I. We're going to try to bring in a third-person game segments, maybe game episodes once in a while, but not as often as once a month anymore. And you can also head over to your podcast platform however you listen to us and give us a five-star review on anything you listen to us through that would really help us reach out and get new listeners
0: so today as you already heard from me we are going to be giving the history on disney's gay days and alex and i are both allies of the lgbtq plus community but we have a very special guest who's a member of the lgbtq plus community a sponsor and a friend nick from sandpiper vacations nick how you doing
2: Hello, I'm uh, doing amazing. I'm excited to be here for this one.
0: Yeah, I was really excited to have you on because I know you're very involved in the community and I know you'll have a lot of insight where me and Alex would probably lack. So I'm really excited to hear your opinions on this and experiences of people that you know that have might have gone to these events. It's a really cool event and I'm really excited to learn more about it. Plus, if people were listening to this and they think, oh, maybe, you know, Gay Day sounds really fun reach out to nick at sandpiper vacations to book your vacation through we'll talk about that uh a little later but before we get into the history this is pride month um that's why we're Mm -hmm. doing this episode because it's very you know this this day actually just happened the other day i'm pretty sure um at one of the parks And I guess we'll find out more. Was that true, Nick? Did this just happen the other day?
2: Yeah, it actually just happened this past weekend. So I've been seeing a lot of pictures from friends and my old coworkers as well, too. So for those that actually don't know, um, I used to work for a gay marketing agency. So we focused on a lot of big corporations that actually put on some of these events at Gay Days, too. So,
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Yeah, I see pictures from these events. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I love the um, how it's like an unofficial official type thing. Yeah. Um, and I was watching a video today and there's like a CEO of Gay Days Incorporated or something. Do you know anything about that, Nick?
2: No, not anything about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I didn't know if you did. I uh, I just saw it like literally like 15 minutes ago. And um, and yeah, there's like I think there's a like Gay Days Incorporated. So I, I'm kind of curious to see if there's like Gay Days at other parks or, or uh you know, vacation spots where they do gay days. I don't know. If you guys want to look that up on your own time, knock yourself out. Maybe email us at dishispod at gmail.com and and let me know what it's about.
1: Yeah, if you find out any information we have not talked to over this episode, definitely email us and give us a 401 and then we'll share it on our next episode as like a little clause.
0: Yes, this is going to be a fun one for sure. Alex, uh, did you have fun researching this? Did you learn a lot? I learned a bunch
1: and I did have fun researching it. Um, A lot of information I didn't know. Some information I... I'm happy to hear about, and some information I'm not happy to hear about, uh, but definitely a fun thing to research. I, I mean, I didn't realize how many people attend this thing a year. It is a very large number you'll hear about later, and it's not even current. It's like maybe a number from like five, six years ago, and I imagine it's grown even more since then.
0: That's awesome. So Disney's gay days is an unofficially sanctioned event that takes place annually at Disney during gay days, Orlando and LA since 1991 It's good to know Disneyland Paris does host an official pride event since 2019. So that's cool. We get to see, um, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a newer park, but, uh, they did, they did hop on and, uh, and, and they started their own, their own pride events as well. About 1991. I, I had no idea it was that old.
2: Yeah, me either. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was, yeah, I didn't realize it was that old either. I figured it would be something that was more maybe late 2000s, 2010s kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you'd think that with the um, with the legalization of of same-sex marriage, that's when maybe this would catch on. But it's cool to see that this was very much a thing way, way before that, which is awesome to see. Disneyland Paris hosts their own. I, I Did you see anything for um, Tokyo or Shanghai? Alex, or is really not, not a lot of information on that?
1: In the history, we do go over Shanghai and Tokyo.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, perfect. All right, cool. I'm, I'm yeah. eager to see that too. Um, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about just organically about what's going on in, uh, in Florida right now and how that could have affected uh, Gay Day this year. Um, but without any further ado, let's get to the his on Disney's Gay Days.
2: Who said that every wish would be heard? And answered when wished on the morning
3: star. Somebody thought of that, and someone. Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers,
2: the dreamers, and me
1: Disney has designed their parks to allow guests to attend with no concern and prejudice. Inside the park, all of your outside concerns melt away, and for the time you are in the park, you are part of a magical world. All of the Disney park cast members have to abide by the four keys. Courtesy, show, efficiency, and most important is safety. This means cast members do their part to make sure that if any guests are bothering any another party, due to their personal differences, that discriminating party should be quickly escorted out of the park by security. The parks that unofficially host many groups' events, like the biannual Dapper Day, where guests meet up dressed in retro clothes. That is just one of the many groups of Disney goers that meet up once a year, representing their uniquely style or beliefs. Then there is Gay Days, a multi-day celebration held once a year to allow the LGBTQ+ community to celebrate together at the happiest place on earth. This event is the most attended of all the events that happen throughout the year. Though Disney World is not an official sponsor of the Gay Days, they do theme the week for the event by making special rainbow sugar cookies, candy apples, pride-themed pins, Mickey ears, and merchandise.
0: So, Nick, have you ever had the opportunity to attend any of these Gay Days at the parks?
2: No. Um, Sean and I were just talking. We actually have never been to it personally. Um, I've actually had wow. c- clients go during that week, and I kind of have to preface it and let them know ahead of time, like, hey, just, you know, you're going to see a lot more gay people are more openly uh-huh. gay people than you might see normally um during this time of year but um it's it's been on our list but unfortunately it just hasn't worked out in our timing
0: now do you have a lot of uh clients reach out to you to go down during this event or is it kind of just like um some people are uh you just inform people that it's going on or how does that work
2: um i haven't really had any specifically reach out for this event just because it's nothing it's not really anything like i said it's not official right um most most of the event actually takes place outside of the theme parks itself um i know there was a big event actually at typhoon lagoon oh so big after hours kind of water park party type thing so oh that's fun um, yeah and then i think people just kind of go to the parks on their own if they want to but most of it from my experience and history of it is that it tends to be more pool parties and stuff outside of the main four parks
0: that's cool so it's almost like a pride convention
2: yeah very much so i feel like
0: yeah like people are traveling and just celebrating all not even in just one central location i mean not, not even one specific location it's kind of just you know the the parks and property as a whole which is really cool
1: we'll go about more of this uh later but it does open up to all the parks in Orlando. It's not just Disney Gay Days. It's more of Orlando Gay Days mm-hmm. more than anything. And then you have ones in other cities like L.A. or um, other cities that might have parks as well. And uh, so I did title it Disney's Gay Days. Because we were talking about all Disney parks. But really, it's officially Orlando Gay Days.
0: Gotcha
2: yeah i feel like it's definitely more known in orlando um disneyland just had their very first or they're coming up on their very first um official after Mm -hmm. hours gay days event which you might be talking about later on too but um so, yeah, the Orlando one is definitely bigger because obviously Disney World tends to bring in more people from around the world as well, too, with it. All right, That's really cool. And I hope someday we get to see um, Disney World
0: uh, have a officially sanctioned one as well. That would be, you know, a really great step in the right direction. But, um, Alex, let's get a little bit into the background of these these gay days. I'd love to. I love, I'm really eager to find out how this all started.
1: Well, your luck, because the next history talks all about that. In the summer of 1991, local Orlando resident Doug Swallow got together with friends to put together a Pride event through a bulletin board online. He had the idea to have the event at Disney. With the help from local media and press, the event's plans got out and soon snowballed into a massive event. Doug chose a weekend in June with the parks are usually less crowded and asked attendees to wear red so that they could easily be identified by each other. During the time, the community wasn't comfortable attending the event in rainbow colors. They wanted to spot each other but not stand out from the crowd. The inaugural event was attended by almost 3,000 people at Magic Kingdom on June 1, 1991. During the first few years of the event, Disney did nothing to stop the event, and this was seen by parties against it as an endorsement of the event. But while they didn't stop people from attending, they did it have security and cast members stop any kind of public displays of affection or dancing that some may think were too erotic? This discrimination became apparent to the LGBTQ community, making both sides unhappy. During the events, multiple anti-LGBTQ groups boycotted the event, like American Family Association, One Million Moms, and church groups. By 1995, the event had grown to 10,000 people attending the event. By 1998, the first Gay Days Anaheim attracted about 2,500 guests. In 2008, a regular attendee named Clark decided to put together GayDays.com, a focused website to help schedule events throughout the week and grow the yearly event. Since then, Orlando Gay Days has always been held in early June, and all events are listed on the website. One of the most popular days is Redshirt Day, which is usually the first Saturday in June, and traditionally is at the Magic Kingdom. There are scheduled Redshirt Days at other parks throughout this week as well. And before we talk about anything else, I have to apologize on how many times I said the word event. I could not think of another word that suited it (laughs) other than event. I think I said event like 18 times, and I say it more than next 3 so sorry.
0: (laughs) um pretty cool about the whole red shirt thing uh nick did that has that kind of rippled through other events as well or is it kind of just isolated
2: is has it really yeah so um and i kind of reached out to you when we discussed this originally too but um so i live in ohio and ohio has um cedar point which Mm is oh yeah one of the biggest um love cedar point yeah one of the biggest roller coaster theme parks in the world so um cedar point has always done an unofficial gay day type thing as well too and it's always on Father's Day every year and uh, the red sh- the red shirt crossed over into that as well too so and I think it's just like you said it's um back in the 90s people weren't comfortable they weren't comfortable being openly gay in right. public so um, we had key keywords and we talked about this on no new friends podcast how Friends of Dorothy was right. a Oh, code term back in the day as well too and now you ha- had the red t-shirts as well so you kind of sp- spotted people out that way so
0: that's so cool i love how the red shirt has kind of evolved from a secrecy thing to a celebration type thing how it's like you yeah. wear it with like pride uh, no pun intended today <laughs> and um <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of cool how it's like because you can kind of see the progress through after after all these years that's that's pretty neat that's cool that it's kind of rippled from uh you know from disney out to out to other places too you can only Imagine where else they, uh, where else it's worn too. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. And about or back to like Orlando gay days, what officially called to like the muni, uh, we were leaving Disney and on the way home, you could see all the big buildings lit up in pride colors. Oh, cool.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I,
1: and I thought, I was like, oh, is this, a, is this early? But no, the history says it's usually the first Saturday of the month, which was this mm-hmm. last weekend. So, you know, I didn't see any, a lot of people in, in red shirt and really didn't see a lot of like, I saw some guys with guys. I didn't really see a lot of girls with girls, but I didn't really think of it because it's more normal than it used to be. No. Like I see guys together all the time at Disney. That's not a unique thing. It wasn't like overwhelming amount of people that I saw to, when I was at Epcot or Hollywood studios. But then really I just wasn't looking for it most of the time. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't even known if it was like, I didn't realize it was happening if it was happening or
2: honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think since it's kind of more, it used to be more of like a low key type, you have to know about the event type thing since it's not, official by disney or anything like that and um i'm curious to like so i know disney brings out um like i said the sugar cookies and theme mm-hmm. pins and stuff like that um i wonder how long ago that came out because i don't think it was around obviously since the 90s but i know right. in the most recent years disney has come out with pride um pride foods and pride merchandise now they're bringing out the pride line actually year-round too so it's mm-hmm. not it's not just pride month too which is amazing so yeah, in
1: the history, I never saw any time that I said when these things started coming out.
2: I, can, I uh, probably those were very recent, but
1: yeah, I probably could have deep dive into it, but I didn't think about it. But what they did have at Hollywood Studios, which was on the way to Galaxy's Edge, there was like one of those you know big doors where people would walk in and out of. They work there. On that was a big like probably like 40, 40 balloons, kind of pasted on there. Not real mm-hmm. balloons, of course, but cut out, and they were all pride colors. With love written on the top for photo for people to take photos with as if you're holding the balloons. Oh, cool. So that was there just right in public, of course, for
2: the event. Yes. I remember seeing that like two years ago when we went to now so, and they did something new at Epcot this year, too.
0: Nick, we, we've talked in, um, you know, just personally, we've talked about um, how corporations will do things, you know, saying that they are, you know, pro LGBTQ and this and that now we see disneyland with the uh, you know officially sanctioned uh, events disney world is selling stuff but there's nothing official is do you personally does does that like kind of rub you the wrong way because it's like if you're if they're selling stuff it can be looked at as a cash grab instead of actually holding these events Mm -hmm. so like does that rub you the wrong way at all or do you see it as like a step in the right
2: direction it, it's definitely a step in the right direction. I feel like Disney World, Disneyland's obviously is a completely different clientele out there as well too. Disneyland gets a lot of locals, not as many world travelers. So I feel right. like Disney World, Disney World has always kind of held up their guard a little bit in that sense that they bring in so many different people from all over the world as well too. So they kind of are slowly getting it out there. Um, I think eventually we will get one. I mean, look at Disneyland Paris. They brought it out very, very quickly and there's Ooh. this official and it's freaking amazing from everything I've seen on it. So. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It looks really good, but you're right. Cause it's a world thing, right? And as much as people think America doesn't support things, it is a lot more supported here than a lot of other countries. So if those mm-hmm. people came to a Disney world and they didn't know what was happening and it was just bam in their face, definitely did have a lot of complaints, which they don't want to have unfortunately because i mean it shouldn't be something people complain about but people do and disney world definitely is trying to reach their clientele which is world travelers like nick
2: said yeah and you have you have uh, you have california where marriage equality was way 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 before the entire country passed the marriage equality bill so um california is obviously more accepting and as far as the gay community goes florida we're continuing to go. Not backwards. so much. <laughs> right. Not so much. <laughs> for yeah. The, for the state of Florida, um, Disney yeah. on the other hand is going forward, but yeah.
0: Now that actually leads me to my, uh, my next question that I had for you. I forgot to mention it in the first one. Um, another personal conversation we've had before is your travel agency, Sandpiper vacations. You um market it as a as a LGBTQ plus travel agency. And I I was kind of curious why you did that. And you explained to me it's because there's places where same-sex couples aren't accepted. Members mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ plus uh are in danger. And that's kind of where your travel agency comes in is I'm gonna find you the uh safe spots to travel. And if you have any questions, you ask me because you have the knowledge. So that being said, there's places that you would feel unsafe or safe is Disney one of those places where you can go and kind of just forget all your troubles and just be, be yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sean and I actually we got married at Disneyland um, in 2014, and it was a very low key wedding. But we both had groom shirts on, um, walk around holding hands, and we got so much support from not only cast members but people around the parks as well too um and then a few years later we had our daughter piper and we remember i remember taking piper to disney world when she was four months old um and for us like and i always tell my clients to this the whole thing about when is too young to take somebody to disney world and there's no limit doesn't exist um for us as a gay couple with a black child we went to disney world when she was four months old oh wow when you see Disney World, you don't pay attention to other people that much because there's so many kids running around and everything. We had so much attention on us, and it was all support and love. Aww. And just you could see it in the cast members and guests in line. They're like looking at us and just showing their support and their love. And even the characters were showing it, too. So that's amazing. Yeah, that's
1: 2014. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. Very cool. Yeah, I was kind of curious. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that because it's somewhere where I go. Uh, you know, it's dangerous in New Jersey where I live. <laughs> so when I go, I don't have to worry about anything when I go to uh, when I go to Disney. I was just curious if if you felt safe there, too. Um, that's really cool. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that.
1: And it's crazy because like you and I, Chris, uh, we're both, you know, well, me more than you because you're good, but we're both straight Caucasian males. We have nothing to worry about anywhere we go, really. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't get discriminated anywhere in public places or large businesses. Like, never. That's something we don't have to think about. Unfortunately for Nick, sometimes when he goes places, he has to think about that same with his clientele. And uh, it's just something you don't think about enough. If you are a straight white male. Yeah. You don't think, like, all these other people have all these other things they have to pay attention more about. Because these things, unfortunately, happen.
2: Yeah, and it's like even with the red T-shirt thing, it was it was that comfort um, of mm-hmm. wearing the T-shirt knowing that other people will be wearing a shirt as well too, but you're not openly announcing that you're super gay or anything like that. Right, so, right. Uh,
1: so if I'm like going to Disney, right? Like let's say next next June I'm going to Disney. I find myself going on the red shirt day. Could me and my wife wear a red shirt in support or is that something that's specifically for people going there for the event itself? That's, you know, representing the combat community.
2: I mean, you can obviously wear whatever color shirt you want. You just might get hit on a little bit by some guys. So it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, that, so that, that in, wouldn't bother yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that might boost my coffins for the day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great yeah yeah it's definitely it's awesome to see support from anybody out there as well too and and out there if you're wearing a red shirt even with a rainbow on top of it with does his logo or anything like that like it's just showing your support that you're here you're here for the fun and yeah absolutely it's all about
0: yeah through our uh recent very long conversations, Nick. I, it's, uh, Alex really hit the nail on the head. Uh, you really, mm-hmm. you've really, um, shown me that it is, it is, you know, like you can't just go somewhere and feel safe. Like it's just, it's as a, uh, as a, um, same sex couple, you're going to places and you're looked at differently and this and that. So it's really awesome that you can go to Disney and kind of just be like, ah, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. People, it, it's, it's not only does it not matter, but it's, it's um, supported and encouraged, which is really cool. And uh, I know that Disney World doesn't have these sanctioned events yet or anything, but you do really see that they are, uh, it seems anyway, that they are supportive of, of, of their um, cast members that are members of the LGBTQ uh, community, which is, which is really nice. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just, it's just nice to see a, uh, what seems like a genuine company uh and you know as far as their uh acceptance and not just you know for marketing or you know changing their logo during pride month to rainbow and it's
2: like disney obviously showed and stood up for the gay community or the lgbtq plus community um with the whole DeSantis thing and as well too. Mm-hmm. So we won't get into the politics side of the fit, but um, Disney is definitely going the right direction with it. So they're yeah. getting, they're getting more pride line merchandise out there. They're continuing to show support in that aspect. And um, I know after the pulse, um, incident happened, I remember they came out with a special pin, um, oh. that, um, they donated all profits back to, um, charity for that as well too. So really, wow. I didn't know that yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's a very special pin that I, I had to search high and low <laughs> for cause everybody was buying <laughs> it. So <laughs> I, that's another thing that
1: driving back from in Orlando and seeing all the lights, I was like, awesome. I'm glad Orlando is doing that despite the person who runs the state. Hates this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Orlando's still willing to support that community mm-hmm. with all the pride colors on shining on the buildings, all bright.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. And that's, that's another reason why I wanted to have you on here tonight. Nick is because uh, Alex and I, like he said, being straight white males, we don't really, we, we don't really know a lot of the stuff that goes on in the uh, LGBTQ plus community. So I'm glad that uh, you were able to kind of give your insight and stuff that we had no idea. Now, um, Alex history three.
1: Shanghai Disneyland held an event in 2009 named Shanghai Pride. This event was the first ever LGBTQ plus public event held in China. The festival features events like a film screening, an art exhibit, and a large party held at a privately owned venue. 3,000 people attended the Pride event by 2017. It was estimated that 1.5 million people who June 1st of 2009, Disneyland Paris officially hosted a Pride celebration. The park was transformed into the event. The night even had rides, lip-sync competitions, which by British disco star, Brian, the British band, Years and Years, and DJ sets from Cats and Boy George. Boy George was also in a special Pride period, running a carnage in the line. The parade had hundreds of archers in beautiful shirts. The most favorite characters the was great, Aladdin, and Stitch. Mickey and Minnie were in a special, Outfits. In September 2020, Disney announced a new fit gate for Hagrid, realized by James and Alice. And now, 2023, this month Disneyland hosts its first Disney sanctioned Friday night. Anaheim's Disneyland will be hosting the afternoon event on June 13th and June 15th. And you know, Chris, we do our episodes. We schedule the date in the right? And so I do the history of week before we record the episode. Actually, this episode is going out on the 13th, so people who are hearing this podcast who live near the area won't have a chance to go on the 13th, but they will have a chance to go on the 15th, which should be a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: and if they, and if they don't hear the episode until after the 15th, that'll be the last time that they make that mistake of not listening on release day.
1: That's right, <laughs> and then they can schedule, they can go through Sandpiper and schedule for
2: next year. Oh, yes, so we can book a month ready for next year.
0: And I have a feeling that this is only going to heat up. Uh, I don't see any of this slowing down. I just see more and more of it, um, which is really cool. The shocking thing to me was Shanghai Disneyland held an event in 2009 named Shanghai Pride. That was a, that was a Disney um, event, Alex?
1: It was not a Disney shang event, but it was um, at Shanghai. It was actually put together by two uh, women from America. They okay. put the event together which is why people think that the event was allowed to happen because a lot of people who were organizing it was from America, not China. So I think China kind of allowed it to happen and now it's snowballed into a giant event that happens every year. Um, but it's not officially, uh, you know, just like Disney World, Disney World, it's not officially put on by Shanghai Disneyland.
0: Okay, that's what I was, I was like, wow, they got on, you know, they were on before, <laughs> before Anaheim. I thought that was kind of crazy. <laughs> um, what is cool about this is I don't, you know, I've never been to China, but it's a communist country, right? And people are afraid to have their own thoughts in, you know, countries that uh, their government kind of sanctions everything they do, right? But judging by their population, statistically, they would have way more members of the LGBTQ plus community than we would, right? And um, the fact that this event happened, 2009, um it's just so cool that that uh people in china were able to see this and feel comfortable and kind of uh i don't know just feel equal you know
2: and then i was actually having a drink while you're reading it and when you said 1.5 million people i almost spit out my drink i'm like that's <laughs> incredible Like yeah, yeah that's a large number that's awesome
0: yeah it's yeah that's crazy it's awesome really awesome to see i, I i'm really curious again I don't know France I don't know you've never been but I just always think of France as a very accepting country um mm-hmm. I've heard their you know their uh their government officials talk and they seem you know I've seen their policies and it it seems like they're a very open country I'm surprised that it took until 2019 for them to host a pride celebration unless it was unofficial before then now that I'm kind of seeing that it was an official pride celebration in twenty nineteen, right, Alex?
1: Yeah, I didn't hear I didn't see anything about it being unofficial before then, but I imagine if Disney World is putting on unofficial or is hosting unofficial events, I would imagine that Disneyland Paris was doing it as well. And just didn't make it official until twenty nineteen, which meant they included a, a Pride Parade.
0: Right. That's probably not too much information on the on the unofficial um
2: Yeah. I don't remember hearing much about anything unofficial with them it's just i know over the past few years i remember seeing so many pictures of their pride parade and mm. how amazing that it looked that they had a parade even yeah. yeah so
1: definitely look it up because the cars that disney that Mickey mini ride in looks amazing yeah their outfits are awesome and just all the, the pride of the parade itself is really cool looking
2: yeah and i think they invite like all their um cast members that are part of the community as well too to be in the parade so it's not like your typical parade where it's um just performer and entertainers so it's inviting their cast members to show their love and support
0: disneyland paris i just feel like whatever any other disney park does disneyland paris just does a million times better mm. whoever's running it over there their their parks over there just they they kill it on the everything design detail everything just when you didn't think that disney could get any more detailed disneyland paris like i think we can do way more
2: i think we (laughs) do way more and of course in the lgbtq plus community we have to like one up everything and make it extra (laughs) special (laughs) so we are all about showing it off and just making it a fun event for everybody it's not it's not just the lgbtq plus community it's showing your um the allies and yeah everybody is there too so but
0: that's the thing because when i look look i've seen you post a lot of pictures from your pride events and this and that and yeah you and members of the lgbtq plus community do it big that's just it's it's in your nature you do things mm-hmm. awesome you do it big you party hard and i feel like looking at uh disneyland paris a the celebration they nailed it like this they, mm-hmm. they 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 absolutely nailed it putting mickey and minnie in pride in suits and and driving around in a car um it's awesome
1: yeah i agree i agree for sure
3: quick fire quick facts let's go
0: There are pride events at the other parks like legoland who have the world's longest pride parade in legoland california florida and new york
1: pride is universal los angeles is an after hours event
2: at universal studios hollywood six flags out on the mountain is one of the biggest pride amusement park parties in california
0: in japan in japan tokyo disneyland allows same-sex marriage on property despite it being illegal in the country
1: multiple bush gardens around america host pride days bush gardens tampa participates in gay days tampa
2: during the organized gay days orlando universal is part of the scheduled events alongside with disney so before we
0: close the uh the topic of the episode and move into um news and this week in disney uh, just wanted to just talk a little bit about these these pride days uh in general and i just want to kind of get closing thoughts from you nick as well and alex if you want to i guess you can you can you know you can chime in too um First, I just wanted to say on behalf of, of Alex and I and, and Joe and the Diz His Podcast, um, listen, if you're a member of the LGBTQ plus community, the Diz His Podcast stands with you. We support you. Um, we think that positivity in this community and equality is super important to us. We were really excited to do this this episode. It was really fun and um, really cool to, to find out the history on all this because I see the the, the extent of my knowledge on this topic was On Facebook or Twitter once a year seeing pride days and that was it I didn't know where it started I didn't know its significance I didn't know anything so learning about this was really cool Alex I'm sure that you had um, you know you learned a lot while researching as well I don't know the extent of your knowledge on this topic was but I knew little to nothing
1: even with his sister in the LGBTQ plus community I still knew nothing about this. And when I was titling it, I was like, Do I call it Disney's Gay Days? I mean, it is Orlando's gay days, but can I say Disney's gay days? Like I fe- felt a little like, can I say that? Am I allowed to put that out there? And so I messaged my sister and she's like, hey, I'm glad you had glad you messaged me. I'm glad you had hesitance of it of it. And I'm glad you asked first. And she's like, Yeah, it's officially called that. It's very needed in this community. It's something that we appreciate and support and love that it's happening every year. So, yeah, definitely say Disney's Gay Days, because I think that would be a great title for the for the episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually learned a lot as well, too. I mean, I've, I'm not as familiar with it since I've never been there, but um, I've always just seen pictures over, over the years on social media. And I, my old company worked for it, but I didn't work on that side of it. So they um, they sponsored some of the pool parties with a couple of our, um, I guess, their old clients. So that's
0: awesome. I'm glad we all learned something from this. Uh, being a history got to get
1: out to one, Nick, you gotta get I know, out to one. I gotta
0: get I out to one.
2: Yeah. Too late for the share, but, yeah. um, I know like, like I said, Cedar point does it in Ohio as well. Um, but theirs is unofficial, um, we have another theme park in Ohio called Kings Island down in Cincinnati and they actually do an official pride party after hours event. Wow. Uh, we went to it one year and it was a really good time. So they shut it on the park and it's only open from like. 4 PM until midnight and you have the park to yourself basically, which is super fun, but they also have some live entertainment and, um, they light up everything in rainbow. So, um, it's, it's awesome to see how many other places are doing events like this, whether it's official or unofficial. Um, they are showing their support, even if it's an unofficial events, they're not kicking people out. So. That's
0: awesome. Um, as a history podcast, uh, I was just, we were just super proud to be able to do the history on this because gay history is American history. Um, it's, it's, you know, part of our life. And we love to expand and learn different cultures and communities. And I think you can get used to a lot more of this, you know, in the future, uh, whether it's a ethnic group or a, uh, or a community or an individual who helped uh, move the needle forward towards progress. It was a lot of fun doing this one. I can't wait to do more like this in the future. Though
3: Disney
1: isn't officially partnered with the people who organize gay days Orlando, the park does accommodate and make merchandise and treats specifically for the event. I'm glad Disney has officially partnered with people to put on pride events in Disneyland Paris and Disneyland California. Are you looking for a magical experience? Look no further than Three Cheeky Chicks, a Disney-themed candle company that will transport you to
0: your favorite childhood memories. Three Cheeky Chicks offers wax melts, candles, diffuser oils, and room sprays, all available on magicallyscented.com. And the best part? You can use the code DIZHIS20 at checkout to receive 20% off your purchase.
1: Immerse yourself in the world of Disney with scents like Poly Juice Potion, which is orange and mold fruit blended with oak and patchouli on a base of sugared berries. Or try Once Upon a Dream, a magical blend of pears, peaches, and wild red berries mixed with water lily, apple blossoms, tear flowers, and jasmine, a base of vanilla orchard, sandalwood, coconut milk, and chiffon musk.
0: And don't forget the official DIZHIS scent, created exclusively for fans of the DIZHIS podcast. Three Cheeky Chicks candles, wax melts, and diffusers make the perfect gift for any Disney lover.
1: So visit MatchlyScented.com today and use the code dishis 20 for 20% off your purchase. Three Cheeky Chicks, where every scent tells a story. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app.
3: Hey, I'm Joe from the DizHiz.
2: And i'm nick from sandpiper vacations
3: we will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever
2: i am a travel agent with sandpiper vacations we are able to book any vacation destination around the world including disney cruises and all-inclusive resorts
3: we have been working here at the Diz his to become travel agents and with our knowledge of the parks we want to plan the best disney trip for
2: you Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip.
3: So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top.
1: Hey guys, wanna hear something cool? Do you wanna be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the goof troop. Just go to DizHiz.com and on top, there's a link.
0: So I just want to make a quick announcement. Um, D Plus Club is going on a little bit of a hiatus. Um not on our end he's taking a break for a few weeks he's got a very busy summer everybody needs a little break everyone needs a little break from stuff so hey i don't blame him so d plus is uh pause for i think like maybe three weeks so we will start it back up um maybe probably july ish so uh the so nick what do you have going on with sandpiper vacations um tell us a little about what, a little bit about what you have going on what you can tell us about what you're offering you can tell us about how people can find you give us all the good stuff <laughs>
2: Yeah, so um, for the month of June, um, I'm actually donating back to a local LGBTQ plus organization. So any new bookings that take place um, from June 1st through June 30th, we're going to donate 10% of our commission um, back to a local um, charity called our local organization called Kaleidoscope Youth Center, um, which is a um, Amazing organization here that focuses on um, teens to young adults um, that need a safe space to go that might be um, LGBTQ plus or have somebody in their family that is that they just want somewhere to Go and have people that are similar to them as well so very cool um, so we're, yeah so we've did it last year as well too raised over a thousand dollars um to this organization wow so super excited um super excited to do it again and we love giving back um to our community as well too yeah. um so yeah and on top of that i've been actually out promoting the agency at a couple different pride events um there's what's been amazing about the past um even five years so um, I live in Columbus, Ohio, where we have one of the largest prides in the Midwest um, next to Chicago. Um, over the past few years, I've seen so many local um, communities popping up with their own little prides now, too, which is incredible to show um, the support because we need we need people out there to um continue this movement forward we need to show our our faces in every community yeah definitely um so i've been out supporting a couple local community events as well as um i just came back from virginia this past weekend at a pride out there that's um one of my friends that i met on a disney cruise oh wow uh, um she's a huge ally and she put on their uh, community's first pride event. um it was awesome because she expected about maybe 300 people to be in attendance and we had over 1500 5, people there. Oh no way. Um, wow. Yeah. For this little small town in Virginia. So it's um, so it's awesome to see all these events popping up out there. I'm excited to get out and support some of them and um, with the travel agency as well too, and show our love for the community. Um, I have a couple more coming up down the road as well too. Um, so yeah. Um, but other than that, um, Disney's, attendance records seem to be a lot lower this summer for some yeah. reason i don't know if it just has to do with everything that's going on in florida right now um but they are running a really awesome special on tickets right now so for basically 400 dollars a person um you can go to all four parks so it's a four-day park ticket for basically 400 dollars per person wow um uh, that is the cheapest I've seen Disney <laughs> tickets in a very, very long time. Um, on top of that, there's a lot of great deals on the resorts as well, too. So we can kind of bundle those together to give you um, really, really good discounts right now. So that's awesome. So on a personal note, Nick
0: actually booked my sister's vacation. My sister and her boyfriend are going to the theme parks actually in a couple of days. Wow, that's exciting yeah. for them, not for me. Um, so they're going, they reached out to Nick and my sister does not. Know Disney like I do, um, so she was like she was saying to me, she's like, "Oh, you better be on, you know, on standby, and be, you know, when I'm in the park." So I know, but I, you know what? I feel like Nick actually helped a lot. So thank you, Nick. So my sister won't be calling me every five minutes. <laughs> uh, and Nick actually set up reservations for them, um, dining reservations, a reservation. I think at Oga's Cantina. Um, yeah. And booked their tickets, set up the magic bands. I got her a, uh, a new magic band plus for her birthday. And he set that up for her. And then the icing on the cake just the other day, he, uh, he had a zoom call, which he does for all of his clients. Um, and he, he kind of just answered any final questions they might have about the vacation tips and tricks and stuff, which the craziest part about all this is Nick doesn't charge you a dime for it. It's all, it's all free.
2: Um, so yeah, for all my clients, um, I do I, I do all the planning for you for Disney, um, Universal, Cruises, everything. So um, if you're not local, I'll hop on a Zoom call with you and go over everything um, when we first initially chat about what you want to book for vacation. And then closer to your trip, I'll go over your complete itinerary. Um, like you said, I helped with dining reservations. If you need transportation from the airport, since Magical Express is not around, I'll help with that. Give you all my my insider tips and tricks of our favorite things that we like to do at Disney as well too. So it's um, I love a lot of talking to Disney, as you guys know, and it's um, a lot of fun to share it with my clients and see um, see the results because they are hopping on a trip that they might not have been to before and. Um, I love seeing people's first time at Disney, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to take the stress out of your vacation because no one wants to be stressed on vacation or before that, for that matter, uh, reach out to Nick at sandpipervacations.com. Um, I think the best way to follow Nick and everything that he does and, uh, t- like, the latest news and stuff is probably Facebook, right, Nick? Sandpiper Vacations on Facebook?
2: Yep, I'm on Facebook um, is my biggest one that I focus on, but um, Instagram as well, too, and YouTube under St. Pepper vacations.
0: Yeah, your, your Facebook's awesome because I get to see what you're up to. I get to see what the uh, what's going on at the park. So you get the best of, of everything. All right, so, Nick, did you do anything in the world of Disney this week?
2: um honestly not really too much um it's just i've been very busy with these pride events and out there promoting disney and the products and everything so um i do have a funny story too and i oh, think i text i texted you about it chris but um so i was i was at this pride festival and this um lady came up and she saw my disney merchandise sitting out and she's like did you know disney's closed <laughs> And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, Disney, Disney's closed. And I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah, I saw I saw it on the on the internet. Don't believe everything you see on the internet, people. This um, <laughs> is not closed. Um, I, I was like, I have clients there right now, lady. I can I can prove to you. I have, <laughs> I have people, I can show you their picture if you want to. I'm I'm a travel advisor. I know my message boards would be flooded if people um, <laughs> comment in if it was closed.
0: You'd so. be the um, first You'd probably know before the CEO knew.
2: <laughs> right, right. yeah i think um she misinterpreted it and thought that disney was getting scared because of what's happening in florida but disney is not backing down as you guys know so yeah yeah um, yeah so that was my fun time i guess with disney this week. that's so funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is funny <laughs> don't be- don't believe what you see on the internet it's like a lifelong like a, a life learning thing you need to learn growing up in america and online nowadays yeah oh, don't yeah. believe everything you see on the internet I sent you a thing about sports of the day, Chris, and you're like, this isn't real. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just sure. saw the thumbnail and thought it was real. And it was on Google Homepage. That was the
0: scary part. It was like a news site that you got it on, like it was in the news section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Chris, what would you do this week in
0: Disney? So the only um, big thing that I did was last week I preluded to um, the me going to go see the Across the Spider-Verse, the new. Um, oh, yeah. the, the second installment in the trilogy. And um, could be the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Uh, it's it's ra- what? it's ranked better than every other Spider-Man movie ever. It's definitely better than the first one, and the first one was a masterpiece. So if you enjoyed the first one, you're gonna love the second one. The music's amazing. The animation is. <laughs> I saw someone describe it on on Twitter, and I feel like this is the best uh, description of the movie. Remember when Jurassic Park came out? And it was like mm. so ahead of its time. Like it looked like it would should have come out like twenty years from when it released. I feel like across the Spider Verse, we're gonna look back and um, in twenty years be like, how did this come out in twenty twenty three? That's how amazing it is. There is a scene where a big chase scene, like where all the Spider Men from all over the universe are. Chasing, you know, someone, mm-hmm. and um, it took them four years to complete that scene. Really, they've been working on this movie that long? Yeah, that's what it said. It took four years for that sequence. So I don't know if maybe they oh, started wow. the technology four years. I don't know, but it said it took four years to complete. Maybe that's not real. I did read on the internet, so who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, one of the uh, another another cool thing is um, uh, the all the cameos of all the different Spider man Like you have to go to the mm-hmm. cast list and see like. Andy Samuels actor yeah, Andy Samberg plays a pretty big role as the Scarlet Spider um Metro Boomin who is a uh who's an artist and producer he produced the album for the for the movie and he has like one of the funniest one-liners in the movie he's he's another Spider-Man from another universe um it, it's just it's such a fun movie um and if you are on the fence about seeing it Get, run to the movie theater and go see it. It's it's amazing, and especially on the big screen. That's all I did this week.
1: That's awesome. I can't wait to see a movie. I can, I'll wait for it to come on, uh, on uh, streaming, though. Alex, yes. what did
0: you do this week in Disney? In literal Disney.
1: In literal Disney. I had a good week in Disney. Um, this last weekend, or really Tuesday, but who cares? I went to Hollywood Studios, so... Um, my kids stayed at my wife's mom's house and my wife and I went there on our own, probably the first time in forever. I think the last time we went to the parks together without kids was like 2019 maybe. And, uh, we got there at nine 17. We got a late start. Uh, we usually like to get there around like eight 30, you know, mm-hmm. but we got there at nine seventeen.
2: <laughs>
1: well, because so in order for me to remember all this, cause everyone knows I have bad memory. Every time we got off a ride, I pulled my voice memo and did a voice memo of what just happened. So then I could go back and write <laughs> up my history, my information of what happened, so I wouldn't forget anything. And all my voice memo says, 917, guy in the park, heading into Galaxy's Edge, which we would. Our goal was to ride Galaxy's Edge
0: wait, wait, because we wait, haven't wait, been wait, on wait, that wait. ride.
1: I'm sorry. Rise of Resistance. Okay. <laughs> go to Galaxy's Edge and ride Rise of Resistance because we have not ridden that ride yet. So that was our goal. And on the way there... We see Max in a Powerline costume taking photos of guests. Oh, and
0: that's like, what? Awesome.
1: And the line was like four or five people. We're like, are you serious? So we had to get in line. So we got in line and we saw – we took pictures of Max in Powerline costume and it was awesome. Uh, then we went and rode the ride and it, I feel like it was kind of long wait the way the line looked and how long it felt. but It was an hour and a half wait to ride the ride, which when you think about like popular rides, that's not really that bad actually. Wrote it and it was awesome. It was faster than I thought it was gonna be. Um, It was fun, definitely for sure. And uh, I think I I think it was a really good ride. I love you know transition from the line queue to the second line queue. Um, I love the the cast members Uh uh, and their job inside you know telling what to do. And one of the guys is like, "All right, walk to the right." And he goes, "I said walk. You're standing. You need to walk." And, like, I love that. That job seems like so much fun. And um, then we got off there. We went and did Toy Story Mania. And after we got off Toy Story Mania, which I haven't been on since they turned it around to face Toy Story Land, uh, it was 12 o'clock. So we had spent two and a half hours just doing two rides. And I was like, oh, man, we're not going to do too much today. And uh, so from there, we we went and got some lunch. And then we went on... Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which was awesome.
0: Oh, was that your first? That wasn't your first time, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, I thought you rode that for some reason.
1: Yeah, it was my first time, and it was an awesome ride. So much fun with the way it moves. And like at one point, you go into a room, and it's a jungle. You go into a little room by yourself, and it's like all black. And then you're on a big screen, and they make you fall over the edge of, the, of a of a waterfall, and you don't move, which you know, I thought, oh, man, maybe you move a little bit, but you don't. You come back out underwater in the same exact room. So, room transport uh, from jungle awesome. to water. And I thought that was so cool. And at the end, when they transform all the um, mechanical parts into trees is really cool. Like, changing before your eyes, the way they move
2: is insane. Cool. Uh,
1: so, we did that. Then we rode uh, Tower of Terror, which I have to ride every time we're at Hollywood Studios with my wife. It's her favorite ride. I'm not a fan of it. And uh, we get on, and... I saw his family as we're walking. I saw them interact with each other. And we sat next to a mom and daughter. Daughter was probably 15 or something. And they're like, is this is this a fun ride? And I go, I don't think it's fun. And my wife goes, it's fun for me. <laughs> and they're like, wait, you go on this even though I like it? And I said, yeah, my wife makes me go on it. And she goes, is there a lot of drops? I said, it's pretty good drops. And the wife's like, how high do you go? I said, and my wife goes, you go high enough to, to see over the entire park. And they start freaking like oh my god are you serious she starts yelling her husband you didn't tell me what this ride was and the daughter's like i'm so scared and i go yeah there's a bunch of drops but it's fun you'll, you'll like it maybe and they scream so much during the whole entire ride like they were screaming so much it was so funny i still don't like the ride that much but it wasn't that bad for me and uh you know it was fun then we went to get rock and roller coasters something we have to do every time we're at hollywood studios And um, the line was all the way to the entrance of the walk, the line area. And they said 80 minutes. I was like, 80 minutes? That doesn't seem right. So we got in line. We're probably in line for five minutes. I go get water. My wife calls me and goes, hey, I looked up uh, Gardens Galaxy. And even though it's like 3 o'clock at this time, she said that I can get online. It says that virtual queue is still possible. I can still get virtual queue with the opportunities. So I go, let's do it. So we leave Rocker Roller Coaster. We ride the Skyliner for the first time ever. And I liked it. I thought I'd be afraid once I got up there because it's so high. But it was so smooth and such a nice ride. And you can see all the parks like from certain points. And, um, you know, one thing I had bone to pick with Skyliner is you can't go from Hollywood Studios right to Epcot. You have to go to um, a station and resort. You have to get off, transition to another one. Then you go to another resort and it slows down and you can stay on or get off. And the thing was Riviera. Mm-hmm. And then if you stay on, you go. Back towards Hollywood Studios, but on the other side of the road, it then turns towards Hollywood, towards Epcot. And I'm like, why is it not just taking you straight from Hollywood to Epcot? Why is it not a like a circular thing, you know, allowing you to go yeah from Hollywood to Epcot? Because you can see Tower of Terror in Epcot in Morocco. So they're really close to each other. So why would you not have one from Hollywood Studios right to Epcot? It just seems like, I don't know, why would you have to do that big U, you know? And uh, so we got there. We got in through France. And as soon as we walked through, we tried to get the virtual. And I talked to a cast member at Rockwell Coaster. And I said, if we go to Hollywood, if we go to Epcot right now, do you think we'll get virtual queue for Guardian? She goes, no way. No, because it drops at two. There's no way you'd get one. And Christina goes, on, on my phone, says it's still possible. So we're like, let's just try it. So when we got there, as soon as we got the, in the park, my wife pulls her phone out and immediately tries to get it. And we got, we got virtual queue ride.
0: Wow. Awesome.
1: Scheduled five hours later. And, you know, I don't like Epcot. So I'm like, what are we gonna do at Epcot for five (laughs) hours? And um, we rode Ratatouille, which we haven't ridden before. Oh, cool.
0: How'd you like it?
1: I love it. It was awesome. Nice. So, so far, we've never ridden
2: on a trackless ride and we've ridden on three that day. Three backwards in uh, order too. Yeah. Yeah, it's for like, sure. It's like Ratatouille is like a nice intro to it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, so
1: Ratatouille is a nice ride. I like I like that. I like the integration of building things big to make you feel like you're small, and then screens all around you. Yeah. Um, Disney. Magic. I, I don't know if you know this, Chris, but you got you get wet on that ride. Did
0: you know that? Yeah, that's why. That's why I probably won't ever ride it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. When that mop flipped towards you and you got wet, you are like, "Ew!" Yeah, I have to get a poncho. And then, you ride, and then you fly underneath a uh, stove and you get hot again. Oh, so it drives you off. Nice, It drives you off uh, immediately. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so over. that was cool. It was a fun ride for sure. Very short line really compared to like the other two rides. Mm-hmm. It was a, definitely a shorter ride. Um, and then as we're walking around the park, Epcot, all these characters are around the park just hanging out on the side with lines of people meeting them. Oh. You got Aurora, Belle, Cinderella, just stationed through different areas through the park, just hanging off to the side. And the line, there's, like, five, six people. Like, it's insane. That's
0: pretty cool. So, like,
1: my wife said, yeah, there's something they're trying to do now is have more reactions uh, throughout the park instead of having an area you have to go to to meet them.
0: I like that. I like the organic because, feeling meet and greets.
1: Yeah, because you're like, oh, there's Belle. Let's stop and say hi. Before, you had to go to a time, a certain time, place at a certain time. Like, you could never find Jasmine without looking no, for her because no. she's back in Morocco somewhere. Right. And you have to go through a building, knock three times, uh, show them your ID. Make sure that they check you for weapons. Like, you could never find her. But, like, standing on the side, you're like, holy crap, Jasmine, let's go say hi. Uh, So, that was fun. Went over to America to, uh, that's the way we walked through Epcot, was we went back through America. And other side of America, like, when you have those big opening doors to get through cast members and everything. Yeah. There's, like, an alleyway type area. That place was filled with characters. Really? Filled Hmm. with characters. You had Shmi, Goofy, Max, in normal clothes. Rafiki, Pluto, Tigger, a penguin of some sorts, and <laughs> Geppetto back there. What? And people were just meeting what? them. And I'm like, let's go say hi to me. And there's two people in front of me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And I could have I felt bad because on the way out, Geppetto standing there waving people with no one want <laughs> to meet him.
3: But we,
1: you know, we didn't want to meet him either. So we did we kept walking. But I asked a cast member said, Is this something that happens all the time at Epcot? And he goes, No, it's just one of those random Disney magics. Um, oh, cool. we're all huh? new. So we're learning how to help with the with the cast members, with the characters. So they're letting us help stay out here and help with oh, the characters. That's so we're kind of awesome. learning right now. And <sighs> so yeah, so like, because we're like, we gotta bring Emma Emma back here. And then he's like, no, it just happens like now. And I was like, dang it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. It was wow. like all these characters this one little alleyway. It was insane. Uh so we end up we'll keep walking and uh we're trying to figure out what to do for the next three hours or two and a half hours like we had a long wait still Uh uh-huh and we went and rode frozen ever after do you like that ride it's a
0: it's a great ride i love that ride it's my
2: Mm, i think it's it's my ride it
0: might be my favorite ride in all of the parks just because of how like magical it it was was. the
2: best yeah it was the best like transition from the old ride
0: i didn't yeah it didn't make me miss uh maelstrom at all
2: yeah
1: yeah no it's a great ride and when we got there uh i think the ride broke down because people started Uh. leaving and it was originally it was 75 minutes, and then it came back on at no, it was 80 minutes. And then after like 10 minutes, it came on at 75 minutes. So I was like, sweet. We stood here for like two, three minutes, and we saved two minutes because it went down. <laughs> but it was a long wait. I felt it was longer than 75 minutes. It was a super long indoor
0: wait. Indoor queue, though, but, were you inside? Yeah, indoor okay. queue.
1: And you. And in the past, I feel like we've gone that indoor queue and it went by really quick. This time, I felt like it'd take forever. I know it's because they're, they're letting a lot of lightning lane people in first. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they would ask, they would take like two, three groups at once. And then the rest would be lightning lane, like, going through there fast. Right, right. That's interesting. Um, but it was a fun ride. And then we went over to Soren, which my wife likes and I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I So, can't kind of Soarin'. two rides I rode that I'm not a fan of riding. Good for and, you. And, uh, yeah. So, we went over to Soren. And when they're telling us the instructions of how to ride the ride, they're like, if you have small children, pull up the little, little, um... Plastic piece and put the belt through it to hold them up, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do that because I always feel like I'm gonna fall out. That's why I don't like it because I feel like I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, fall forward. So I was like, she's like, will that fit? I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna try it. So I put it through a little plastic piece, like my child. And It felt great. I felt very in place
2: <laughs> much more
1: safe <laughs> <laughs> Much more safe because I'll get all like tense and my arms will get tense my my uh, abs will get tense Which I have none so it gets very sore very fast <laughs> And so like when I get off, I'm like so like tense because I was trying to hold on That's why you hate it. I felt like I was it's gonna slip out.
0: It's a workout for you. you oh,
1: yeah it. I, I want to go work out and so um, so then <laughs> we were like hey, we're we gonna do now We have, like 75 minutes,
0: so we went and got some food
1: over at this place called Connections Eatery. And it's really right next door to Guardians.
0: Right next door oh, to Guardians. I know where Connections is. Yeah, yeah.
2: So we were eating. The, that the new Starbucks kind of area. No,
1: no, not new Starbucks area. No. Um, I don't know where the new the Starbucks area is because there's a lot of construction going on at Epcot. The big yeah. middle area is all covered, uh circled. The lake um, between no, the ah, area that the used thing. to have this stage.
2: Oh, like yeah. That's all yeah. gone. Oh, really? Where, like, that's where the fountain was.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's where,
2: that's where Moana, the Moana thing's uh, going to go. Oh,
1: is it? Okay. There's yeah. also something high being built behind Canada or near Canada, which we weren't sure what that was going to be. Huh. Uh, um, but so we went and got to eat. And just as we're finishing our meal, our pass goes off. And it says we're oh, ready for virtual nice. queue. We got on. Our Guardians thing went off eight. We were projected to get like 845. So it's like 45 earlier than the projected, which is kind of nice. And so we went on Guardians, and oh my god, this was faster than I ever thought it was gonna be. Really, I did not expect it to be this fast. Wait, hold
0: on, hold on. So the uh-huh. ride was fast, or the like the time was fast?
1: No, the ride. Really, I did not know like, the ride be- was that fast. Oh, it was so so from beginning to end, there's only mm-hmm. one sequence where they slow you down a little bit, and then after that, they just boost you off again. Like really? it's so fast, and it's, it's a long ride too. Uh, I was about to say that it's a really? lot. It's longer than Space Mountain, I feel like uh-huh. for sure. And it's like it's like a it's like a, a more intense space mountain. There's a lot of uh, twirls because the vehicle itself twirls. There's a lot of spins, like the, it spirals a lot. And uh, oh man, it was it was a blast. What song did you uh, get? What song did I get? So I got um you know what I'm for, i forgetting the title of the song, and I have it um I have it on my messages in Discord because all day I was chatting. Rule the, was it rule the world? Everybody yes. rule the world.
0: Yes. I think I remember you. So
1: that, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I was on Discord all day. So again, if you join our Patreon, you know, we update you by the hour what you're doing at the parks if we go to the parks. Mm-hmm. All day I was updating everybody. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And uh so it was a really good ride. I I can unfortunately I probably won't go back and write it for probably a while.
0: Um, but it was a really Can we get a ride. ranking, Alex, out of ten? And use de- use, 10? Dec- yeah, use decimals.
1: <laughs> a ranking out of ten. I would give it a I give it an eight point eight. Wow, that's a high score mm-hmm. for you as a high score for me. The negatives is th- there's a plot to it. Uh-huh. But because you're going so fast, so quick I and see. most of it's just dark. Yeah, there's really not much happening plot wise. You know, you hear them talking about the plot. You see little things here and there um, and then all of a sudden they succeed and you win how i don't remember it, was, it just happened too <laughs> right, fast right. so other, other than like that would be my big issue is like the, there's really no plot behind it the ride queue is decent there's some but like the first half of ride queue is kind of boring the second half is really nice where they have like videos of people other than they found in the gardens galaxy and videos of like history uh my That's wife cool. is like where's mantis because mantis was nowhere in sight I don't know what they and Gamora was there so it's not current like it wasn't before Guardians 3 yeah I don't Mantis think it's canon. there yeah, I
0: don't think it's canon
1: yeah it, I think it happened after episode 1 before episode 2 but then skinny group is there and she's asking skinny group like uh, how did you how was it saving the world because he sacrificed himself for his friends uh, so I don't
0: understand that whole point yeah. because it's like
1: okay so it's after 1 but I think it it's timeless there. I think
0: I was reading about this and I think it's timeless like I don't think it exists in any universe like I think it just is there
1: Right. But other than that, I thought it was an amazing ride. Awesome. And it, we had a fun day. We rode nine rides in one day. That's that's, and, a, that's a good day. Uh, and three of them were rides we'd never been on. The only ride left we have at Disney we haven't been on is Tron.
0: Oh, which will be next.
1: It will be next. Whenever we go there again without kids, it will be next.
0: Did you do anything else that day, Alex?
1: Um, No, other than eating a few places.
0: Um, yeah, I, that was about it. I have a question to ask you at the end of your story. That's why I asked. I'm done with my story. Okay. So you went there without the kids. How many times did you look around for your kids? Never. Really? Okay. I wasn't sure if that was like a subconscious (laughs) thing where it's like, did, did, did your wife uh, look around at all? Like, did she ever?
1: No, but she did ask halfway today. She's like, are you missing the kids? And I was like, no. (laughs) She's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, no, I, I I saw them less than 24 hours ago. I'm not missing them. (laughs) She's like, you're not missing them at all. I said, not really. And she's like. Well, that's not really nice. I said, I don't know how many days I can go without missing them because I've never been away from them more than 24 hours. (laughs) I don't know the max yet. (laughs) Send me somewhere for 72 hours. Let me see. Hey, well, you want to find out?
0: (laughs) 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 That's awesome. I'm glad you had a great day. And I'm looking forward to more of your Disney stories. So I'm I'm excited for uh, for you to go back.
1: Our next trip is next month. We're taking the kids to Hollywood Studios. Awesome. So we're trying to figure out what rides Emma will go on because she didn't want to go in a haunted mansion. She probably won't go on Rise of Resistance, so we're we're trying to figure out what to do at Epcot when we take her. We're gonna see Ariel, of course, meet and greet Ariel. Mm -hmm. Probably Frozen sing along. Probably uh, Mickey Minnie. Uh, Maybe we can get her. We'll do dis. um, We'll do the Toy Story Mania, and probably just a lot of meet and greets. Go over Disney Junior and have her watch a show. But yeah, trying to figure out what we're gonna do there the whole day.
0: Awesome, awesome. I I can't wait to hear the stories and see the pictures on the Discord. That's right, Alex. What are we doing the history on next week?
1: So next week, one of our one of our Patreons' favorite American adventure. Um, and if you don't know American adventure, it's at Epcot in America. I did stop there to try to write it, but it was like an hour till the next uh, uh, show, so we didn't wait around for it. But um, one little quick fact about it, and you'll learn more next week when we go over it. But uh, the math massive scenes had to be changed without interrupting in the show. So Imagineers created an 175-ton mechanism that was 65, 65 by 35 by 14 feet. The mechanism lifts the stage in and out of place right on cue. This machine is controlled by nearly 30 computers.
0: I went to American Adventures once and loved it. That was very cool. I mean, you know, into the America and history. So it was... So
1: would you compare it to Hall of Presidents? No, no, it's
0: way different.
1: But or Would it's... you compare it to the other ride at Magic Kingdom that I'm forgetting the name for? The one the history the history go through the ages.
0: Uh are you talking uh, about like Carousel Progress? Yes, nah, Carousel Progress. Uh nah, no, nah, it's it's more interesting than Carousel Progress, in my opinion.
1: I'm saying just the way it it, it works. It like just, they just uh, go through scenes.
0: No, nah, I don't know. It's pretty it's it's a pretty cool production. Like like with all the technology I think it's pretty cool. And it's, well, guess it's, what? it's American if, history, so
1: yeah. Well, if you don't know too much about Ride, you'll find out next week.
0: Well, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. And again, if you want to book a vacation through Sandpiper Vacations, reach out to Nick at SandpiperVacations.com. And that's the his on Disney's Gay Days. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm Alex. And I'm Nick. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.